This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Hendrick just plays games in a way with NASCAR and, and I feel like they always start the year off kind of bad to like show NASCAR that they're being nice and cooperating and following the rules and stuff and then it gets a couple months in and then they start cheating. Yeah, I think there's right times to say what's on your mind and probably other times I could definitely do a better job of using different words or something that can make things come across a lot better. And with that, clearly a lot to get into today on NASCAR America. Motor Mouse, Marty Snyder, Kyle Petty here. There's a lot of stuff going on for Wednesday, isn't there? There's plenty of topics for us to talk about. But we want to hear from you, the phone number to dial in, 844-NASCAR-NBC. So here are some of the storylines that we've been talking about. Does the real season, Kyle, start this weekend in Las Vegas? Was Martin Truex Jr. out of line for being mad at Ricky Stenhouse Jr.? And Kyle Larson apologizing for using the word cheating when talking about Hendrick Motorsports. So, KP, which one of those topics fires you up the most? Apologizing for using the (laughs) word cheating. What has this sport come to? Where are we now? Did your dad ever apologize to anyone about that? No. Did anybody? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, but listen, he, he just he used a word in a conversation about a question that was asked him, and now you have to po- apologize for using the C word, the cheating word. Ooh, what's the world coming to? Come on, man. It, that's his opinion. And, and I've said it. I say it. We, we want these drivers to have personality. We want them to break out of that mold. We want them to be who they are. Kyle Larson is who he is. Whatever comes up, comes out. That's the way it is. That's why I like that kid. We, Tony Stewart was the same way. Whatever comes up, comes out. Uh, Kyle Busch is that way. Uh, so I think you, you need to have that. But just because he, that's his opinion, yep. now we're saying we're going to censor your opinion. That's, this, is, this is NASCAR PC or something PC. I don't know what it is. So our friend Nate Ryan is joining us later yes. in the show. I, I love the hashtag that he's gotten started, Blunt yes. Larson. Hashtag Blunt Larson. I think we need that. So how do you think this happened, Kyle? This all goes down. He's on Splash Here's how and it Go. Happened. He's on Splash no, no. and Go on NASCAR yes. America yesterday. Says the cheating word. What goes down after that? He gets a phone call. And once it's out, somebody he gets a phone call and somebody says, "Hey, you know, we're kind of we're both Chevy teams. We get our engines there. You know, you want to run good? How's it how's it going over there for you, Kyle <laughs> Larson? How's those kids? How's things happening?" You might want to apologize. So it's Wednesday. You know, this is what we've got. Last week we had um, last week we had um, um, Michael McDowell. Yes. Okay. After the comments he made uh, on Wednesday, you know, we had him on this show, and he ooh, 
beep, 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 beep. <laughs> now we're hearing Kyle Larson from his yep. comments, beep, beep, beep. So we're going to call it, it's not hump day anymore. It's Wednesday walk back day. <laughs> so every week we're going to have a section, called, a, a segment called Wednesday walk back. Who's walking back? What they stood for on Monday or on Sunday. Who's walking it back today? Today our award winner, Kyle Larson, walking it back. All right, this show is all about you guys. We want to hear from you and certainly want to hear what you think about this Kyle Larson situation. 844-NASCAR-NBC. We'll start with Trevor out of Surprise, Arizona. Trevor, what's happening, man? Oh, not much. Hope you guys are after going well. Good. Yeah, we're doing good. Okay, Marty, first, you need plaid, but. I my, know. I'm, I'm not following the Rutledge plaid, am I? I need yeah. plaid. Thank yeah. you. Good point, Trevor. It, well, my opinion about the Larson thing is I'm getting a little early 2000s Tony Stewart deja vu. Same thing happened to him whenever he talked about the tires or anything. Goodyear came after him, but he didn't stop. So why does Kyle need to center himself? Yeah, and that's, listen, that's a great point. Uh, and, and I don't think Kyle needs to censor himself because I think that's part of who Kyle Larson is, just like – you know, Kyle Busch gets out and rubs his eyes and says, if you don't like that kind of racing, you don't like racing. That's who Kyle Busch is. Who Tony Stewart was is who Tony Stewart was. We want these guys to be different, and I appreciate what Kyle Larson has done. I think the sport has gotten to a point where it's a business. You do have to monitor that, but my goodness gracious, let's, let's let these guys say some things. Because fans want these, these yes, drivers to have a personality. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. And that is censoring yeah. that personality. Yeah, it is. But it's still a political game, Kyle. It's always a political game, people. This is a business in a lot of ways. And it's, it's a sport. It's a business. It's political. It's a little bit of everything. All right, we have to give our caller of the uh, caller award to Carl from Athens, Carl, Ohio. Back Carl, again caller this week. Number two this week, Carl. You've been number one the first couple weeks. So, you know, you got to work All on your right. game a little bit, Carl. There's nothing wrong with that. How are y'all doing today? Doing We're good, doing man. Great what do you got? Good to hear from me. What do you think about this Kyle Larson situation? I, I, I told you before, Kyle, kind of old school. Hey, this is what it is. The drivers are going to talk. That, that's just how it goes. Uh, I have no problems with it. But the thing is, the thing is with me about Kyle, what do you think, Kyle, that he's took these pit road penalties, stuff like that? I thought the race was his Sunday. I, he was up there, seemed to me to be dominating. Uh, forget his comments. How, what do they got to do as far as getting the pit road penalties? What does he have to do in his driver and his mind to get focused, to get all that help? Because he's capable of definitely more wins. I mean, he's the next to the sport. So what do you think mentally or is it within the team that he needs to do to get these more wins and to get where he wants to be, obviously? This is in your wheelhouse yeah. with Kyle Larson. This is what you bring up with Kyle Larson all yeah, the time, exactly listen, what Carl's saying. I, I, think, I think Kyle has, has – he almost needs a coach. You think he almost needs a little bit of a coach, somebody to be in his ear, coming down pit road, let's pay attention to what's going on. 50 laps to go, let's pay attention to what's going on. How many times have we seen Kyle Larson dominate segment one, segment two – only to be an also-ran in segment three because of a pit road penalty, because of something that happens on pit road, because he's put himself in position or something's happened, uh, that he's back in the pack because he's got into the wall, because you've got to put together a 500-mile race or a 400-mile race or a 500-lap race, whatever it is, and he's getting there little by little. His potential is as great as any driver I've ever seen come into this sport. Raw talent. Yeah, his raw talent. But he has to tap into that. He just needs somebody in his ear a little bit. All right, Jim wants to talk about the Martin Truex Jr. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, situation, yes. which has you upset as well. Yeah. Jim, what's on your mind? Hey, guys. Happy Wednesday from the Great White North. Amen. 
Um, I'm a little tired of hearing Martin. I love Martin Trucks to death, but, man, if your car's that fast to win the race, why couldn't you get around the 17 car? He was a lap down. <laughs> so I mean, th- this situation upsets you, just like Jim said. But which side are you on? Are you on Truex's side or Stenhouse's side? I'm on Stenhouse's side on this. Um, so I you agree with I, Jim? Yeah, I'm, a de- I'm definitely on Stenhouse's side. I mean, I, I think I don't understand, and I, I will say this, and I will parrot what uh, Jeff Burton said uh, on NASCAR America on Monday. I've not driven these cars with this big a spoiler. I don't know how far back the dirty area is. I don't know where you begin to feel it, where Martin Truex began to feel, feel the effect of where Stenhouse was running. But Stenhouse said later... When a guy gets within five car lengths of me, I let him go. Truex was a straightaway behind and whining about the 17 being in his line. I didn't understand that at all. Um, so, you know, lap guys are out there racing too, man. I was a lap car a lot. <laughs> I know what it's like to be a lap car. So you're, you're, you're racing for position too. He was trying to get himself in position and maintain that to be the lucky dog if, if that come out. Um, so, you know, I think it's a little bit of sour grapes here. I'm not, I'm not on Truex. I'm not with Truex on this one. I'm straight up. Ricky Stathouse. Well, good calls in segment one. Plenty more of your calls to come on the show today. But coming up on NASCAR America, Motor Mouse, Ryan Blaney. Yes, he was with Dale Jr. on the Dale Jr. Download. They taped that earlier this week. That'll be tomorrow here on NBCSN. Sunday's race at Atlanta marked the first time in over 30 years that we did not hear David Hoot's voice in the tower. We'll talk to the former NASCAR race director next And we want to hear from you, the fans. If you've got something to say, give us a call at 844-NASCAR-NBC. Dale, it's good to have you back out in front seat in the field. Glad to have you here, Dale. Thank you for everything you've done, David. Ah, the voice that ran the Cup Series from the tower for so many years, that is David Hoots, who watched his first race on television in 31 years this past Sunday from his home in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. David Hoots joins us on the phone right now. David, how you doing, bud? You got an email, too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine. It was was a different experience from watching it on the television, and and I truly appreciate uh, what what television does for the races, but I will tell you it was a little bit different and strange from sitting here in the in the, the comfort of the recliner. Yeah, but congratulations yeah, to you for being able to do that, yeah. my friend. 31 great years with NASCAR. So is there a way to describe the craziness that goes on in the tower? Because those guys had a caution coming out in the middle of green flag stops yeah. in that race Sunday at Atlanta. I don't think from a from a race director standpoint, anything more chaotic can happen, correct? It, the the only thing that would have probably added to it had been a a uh, a serious accident that you were having to deal with during that that would have created the caution. But you're having to check with both timing and scoring, uh, the pit out official with the camera uh, checking the start finish line camera to make sure all this is right, along with scoring telling you who was the free pass and noting that there's two cars that were very close to being 
eligible, but they went down after the caution. It's a very chaotic period that can happen at any time that you're running through around the green flag pit stops. Listen, here's my question. I know what it was like when I quit um, and, and to be at home. Uh, so I have two questions for you. Number one, uh, as you watch the race, did you continue to call it? Meaning, did you talk to the TV? <laughs> number one. Number two, every time you said put it out, did somebody in your family get up and put a dog outside? Um, <laughs> is, is, that, is that what they think that means? Room, yeah. is that what they, did you talk to the TV while you watched it? Oh, I, I was I was not talking to TV, but I was texting to several friends, and I think my family just my family just sit there, and they all had excuses to leave. <laughs> so it, was just, it was just me and the TV, and we were we. I was having a good time and, and enjoying the race, but I said it's it's different than just being there. Yeah, it, it has to be different, David, because you only have one monitor to look at. You're just be able to look at the TV. You're used to looking at thirty monitors at one time to watch the racetrack. 30 monitors and a lot of other data that's coming in that, that uh, you're getting the information from time and scoring, and it's it's disseminated differently than, than just how the, the home viewer would see it. Some of it makes it very simple to what you're, help, you're doing, and, and, and the other thing is that it also keys in different particular important aspects of any of those cautions. David, we're going to miss seeing you at the racetrack, but I cannot let you go in this segment without giving me a good – Kyle Petty story. Come on. I know you've got one. There are none. There are none. Tell them. I I, I will tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think we were, we were run down at Charlotte one night and uh, Kyle had a, had a wonderful uh, car owner, Philip Savalas, who's still with the sport. (laughs) And he, he is a character in his own right. Philip is uh, a passionate uh, person about what he does, anything he gets involved in, he's liking that. And I think that uh, Kyle was involved in some little incident uh, that we ended up detaining Kyle on pit road. Ah, well, Phil, for a long time, Kyle, for a long time. <laughs> well, it, well it, it, it continued to grow for some reason because Felix was sitting there keying up the radio. And, and and when he when he would get excited, it would change from English uh, to Spanish with his Cuban accent. And mm-hmm. we determined after a little bit of time that he was not inviting us over for brunch next week. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know how Robin Pemberton was relaying the information to Kyle, but uh, every now and then you would you would hear somebody's name mentioned, and I and I don't think Felix was there hoping to. Well, maybe they go by and get this this uh, this hors d'oeuvre or whatever at the, at the get together we're going to have. No. But uh, I was sitting there, and, and he was benefiting out of it because he just sit there and sit there and sit there. But Kyle, Kyle was always very gracious uh, after the fact, um, just like a lot of the drivers were. Uh, <laughs> after he got the the lowdown of where we were getting our information, he, he yeah. kind of understood it. I think a little bit more. Is that, is that right, Kyle? That's exactly right, man. I, I appreciate you being kind. I'll thank you when I see you in Pocono this year, man. Okay. <laughs> That's right. We've, we've got the annual Pocono convention that we have to all attend and go up there and, and see some great racing at the Tiki Triangle. That's uh, exactly Kyle right. is president this year of yes, that, of that convention. So exactly David, right. He's going to be That's there. Exactly be great. Right. It's going to be great. So, hey, David, looking forward to seeing yeah, you man. at some point at the racetrack. We know we'll get to see you this summer. Thanks, man. Y'all have a great evening. I hope all you all your fans uh, – 
have a good time tonight. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, man. Enjoy Thank the retirement you. days. Hey, when Motor Mouse returns, we'll have a sneak peek of Ryan Blaney's visit to the Dell Jr. download. No, there's no. a big conspiracy on whether you guys actually invite Chase no, Elliott. We invite to him everywhere. He just likes to say we don't when he says no to it. <laughs> I didn't go to Hawaii. I was not invited to Hawaii. What? Oh, I thought I oh. thought you went with everybody. Wow. And then they all went to Disney World yesterday, and guess who wasn't invited to Disney World yet? When he says that stuff on live TV, like he doesn't understand the hate that comes down on us. Because people don't know. People yeah. think that we're actually mad yeah. at him and not inviting him places when we did. You can catch more of young Ryan Blaney and his visit with Dell Jr. tomorrow on the Dell Jr. Download 4 p.m. Eastern right here on NBCSN, followed by NASCAR America Motorsports Hour at 5 with IMSA driver Joel Barbosa as a special guest. Sebring coming up. So it's a doubleheader of NASCAR America tomorrow, okay? That'd be huge. Huge, How about man. that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're going to rip through as many calls as we can in this segment. And if we don't catch Quick. you in this segment... We'll catch you in the after show, right? We'll start with Joel from Nebraska. He wants to talk about Kyle Larson apologizing. What's up, Joel? Hey, man. Uh, that's, that's so weird for me. I mean, I grew up in the 70s, and um, I watched a lot of guys running racing, uh, Teddy Pearson. And I don't recall them guys ever, ever apologizing for anything. Uh, let's strap it on next week, and let's get at it again. I don't understand why we have to be so politically correct. Yep. Yeah, you're breaking up, man, but I agree with you. That's exactly why there's not a Hallmark section uh, for driver cards to apologize to each other, because you shouldn't apologize. Good uh, good call, man. Thank Javier you. Javier from California wants to talk. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. Javier, what's up, man? Uh, it's going good. Good. Why is, like... Why? Uh, okay. Uh, why is everyone going after Stenhouse? Kyle, that's your. You point. know what? I, I have no idea, man. I guess all the Truex fans, and since he's won a championship and run up front and won more races than Ricky, it's easier to go after Ricky. Uh, but I honestly, I, and Ricky has taken heat for things in the past. But I, in this case, in this instance, uh, I, I just don't believe that Ricky is a guilty party. I think Ricky was racing his guts out to have the best finish for his team. So was Truex. These both the guys. Um, but, I mean, it's just one of those deals. And Stenhouse took a little heat for what happened in Daytona a few That's weeks okay. ago as well. So, okay. you know, his point's well taken. So, Gavin uh, wants to know what we think about this weekend's race. Is that correct, Gavin? Yep. Uh, I was really wondering what you guys expect from this new package. I mean, from the testing in Las Vegas, it looks great. And I'm just really wondering what it's going to look like with 40 cars. To Gavin's point, you said the real season starts yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I, I think I think when, now this is the package, and I don't know what to expect. After watching Atlanta, I think what Atlanta did, instead of a guy just driving away, he drove halfway away. Uh, the rest of the pack, a lot of the pack, was, was pretty tight. Restarts were insane, but restarts have been insane. Restarts are going to continue to be insane because that's where you can make up the most ground. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Vegas because this is a package and this is where we start to develop and where you see the teams who really latch on and understand this package early. But honestly, again, I don't have a clue what to, to expect except closer racing, I hope. It seems like it's going to be chaos. Like the leader can kind of get away, yeah. but from their back, it's going to be chaos yeah. this yeah. weekend. So Samantha from San Antonio, Texas has been on hold for a while. Samantha, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. What's your question? 
Well, you know, in the race Sunday, Ryan Priest, I know he took the blame for it, and he said he was looking down, but nobody's saying the 52 was at fault at all. And during the broadcast, they even said that he was stopped and he was his pit was eight, eight rows up. So, I mean, nobody's – I mean, I know Ryan Priest made a mistake. He was looking down at his tack or whatever, but the 52 has a little blame there too because he was practically stopped. Yeah, you know what? Um, that's Ryan's fault. Um, and, and sorry. I mean, when you when you leave your pit, your spotter's talking to you in, in, in your ear. Ryan looked down, same thing as texting and driving, okay? <laughs> you need to keep your eyes on the road. You need to pay attention to what's going on. Being on pit road, more incidents happen on pit road that take you out of a race that are just crazy incidents. And, and it happens in everybody's career. Things like this are going to happen to you. But when you run into somebody from behind and you're on the highway, guess what? They write you the ticket. So in this case, Ryan Priest gets the ticket, even though the other guy, the 52 car, um, what's his, um, I'm blank. B.J. McLeod. B.J. Even though B.J. was stopped in the wrong place, doesn't make any difference. I, 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 and maybe I agree he needs a little blame, but it's only a little bit. Let's go to Mike from Burlington, North Carolina. That's close to Level Cross in the KP. Yes, it is. Mike, how you doing, bud? Hi, hey, guys. How y'all? Which question? I'm, a, I'm an old school guy. I started, uh, listening to races on the radio in 1972. <laughs> yes, that is old school, man. That's old school. What you got? Uh, I want to tell you why I think Kyle Busch won't never win the Daytona 500, and I'm a Kyle Busch fan. <laughs> you guys uh, kill me. You guys kill me calling in. That's that's my man, but he's never going to win. I'm telling you, he's never going to win. Well, you got to have somebody help you these days, and anybody going to help him for everybody either hate him <laughs> or they're jealous because of what he has done. <laughs> that, you know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. You know what? But I'm going to tell you something. Kyle Busch. I don't, you know, that was Earnhardt Sr.'s Achilles heel, uh, was the Daytona 500. Daryl Waltrip, a great driver, just never could get over that hump. Then you have guys like Dale Jarrett, our Dale Jarrett, Hall of Famer, won three. Uh, my dad and those guys. So, you know, he, his career is not over. He's, he'll get one. I believe he'll get one. I think one. it's tough to say he'll never win yeah, the Daytona I think he'll 500. Get one. Too talented, too good of a race team, and I think he probably will yes. win one eventually. If we didn't get to you in the show and calls, get to you in the after show no doubt about it come up next nate ryan joins us Coming up on Wednesday Night Hockey, Steven Stamkos and the top team in the league, the Lightning, are in New York City, where tonight they'll meet up with Mika Zibanejad and the rebuilding Rangers. NHL Live gets things going next. Can't wait for that. In the meantime, we welcome Nate Ryan to the show. It's been a busy, yeah. quick show, hasn't it, guys? Getting to one more call before we wrap up here. We will have our after show, though. Let's go to Patrick in Asheville, North Carolina, who has some thoughts on Kyle Larson. What's up, Patrick? Hey, good evening, you guys. I, I love your show. It's great. How you doing, you, Kyle? Doing good. Doing good. <laughs> yeah, uh, all good. My, my, my comment about Kyle is this. I agree that uh, there is cheating in the sport, and it has always been a part of the sport. And I think that we have to accept, from a tradition standpoint, that we're okay with that. I like pushing boundaries and that's really what it is it's not yeah. open cheating yeah. it's it's pushing boundaries I'm, and I'm not all sports they, they, have to be that way 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Patrick. I think we should destigmatize cheating. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I, think, I, I mean, in, I think it should be the our new tagline: NASCAR, a tradition of cheating. <laughs> that's up. Yes, so yeah, it's a better way to do it than that. No, but, but, no, but he's right. But he's exactly right. He's yeah. exactly right. It's 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 no, but he's exactly right. We've always pushed the boundaries. I just don't like the drivers getting pushed back on. Yeah. When they verbalize. Right. Uh, that, that, that's the part I don't like. That's, that'll do that's it for us here on NBCSN, but plenty to talk about. As you know, we've got more on the NASCAR America debrief over at YouTube.com slash Motorsports. NHL Live is next here on NBCSN. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.